because I was attacked by some idiot from the projects. Yes, it's another What's the Go, and I'm not alone this time round, but from friends. Bane, joining me in this episode, Bane. I don't need to join your Stuart. Oh, what? You have another friend. A missing friend. A friend you've been searching for. Well, who's that, Bane? It's this guy. This guy? Like me, this guy? What a good time. Hi, Monty. Hey, mate. What a good time COVID was for Bane impressions. (laughs) You know, a lot of good mask Bane work going on. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, you could get away with a Bane impression for the last 10 years when there was no follow-up Batman movies, but now there is another one, so... Wait a second. 10 years? Is that when the Bane movie came out? Fuck me. Yeah. 2012, brother. Jesus H. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, don't distract me. Where have you been? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Well, apparently 12 years have passed very quickly. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, Where have I been? I've been looking after a young daughter. I've been, you know, coming out of a a lockdown funk. Right. Um, And uh, just getting back into the world. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm fucking, I'm here and ready to talk sport. By the way, um, we haven't done this in a while. I've forgotten. Do we swear on this? Is that that okay? We we weren't going to at the start and you just did. I've got two away already, I think. (laughs) I'll uh, I'll calm it down on that. Yeah, right. Um, Well, look, it's been a little little, uh, thing over the last few episodes where, I've kind of let people know that you were ducking me for a while and didn't answer my texts. So yeah, should we, should you're we, absolutely correct. Should we explain that? Uh, yeah, I um, I got a new phone, um, <clears throat> and I did not bother updating it with your phone number. Ah, well, that's just lovely, isn't it? Um, and then I realised I woke up one morning. I was like, I've got a podcast to record. Holy crap. And so put your phone number back in and had a lot of missed calls and uh, decided to get together and then uh, work out recording another What's the Go. Yep. Well, it wasn't upsetting. Don't worry about it. Well. Why don't you go speak to your pal Bane about that, mate? (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather talk to Ray Warren about that. He's much more uh, empathetic. Have a good sandwich. Yeah, Devon's sandwich. Hey, speaking of Rabs, uh, where is he, mate? What's going on? Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. He, there was an article at the start of the season, NRL season, yeah. wasn't there? I'm going to pick and choose which games I call this year. I remember this article, but I don't think he's picked or chosen anything yet. Oh, I suppose, the, <laughs> I suppose that's a loophole he's found. If he, does, if he picks one game in round 25. That then... brings up a good question. What do you think is a, a pick and choose for raps? What does he want to call? Oh, I don't know. I, I think he's secretly, I think he's hoping for another lockdown. He's waiting for another lockdown so he can call from home and just be has, eating his Devon sandwiches on his lounge while he's calling. Has he ever professed any um, uh, fervor for a team? Has he ever, oh. Where is Rabs from? Junee. Junee. So what would that be then? Raiders, I suppose. Raiders? That's pretty close to Canberra, isn't it? I don't know. But has he ever publicly... Well, Laurie Daly's from Junie. Okay, well. that's 
Yeah, okay. Where did Rabs come from? Does he have a background in the sport? Uh, ooh, I think so. Uh, it's something, something that I've missed from this podcast is you asking me an hour of the blue question that I probably have no way of being able to answer. Well, look, I've asked you two questions and you knew where Rabs came from. So you're 50% Fair at the moment. Point. You're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do like to try and impress, but, you know. It, it just feels like Rabs has been here forever, but I don't. most commentators kind of come from the game somewhere and I can't think of where Rabs came from. Well, he was what a police. He was a policeman, and then everyone was in rugby league back then, right? Yeah, I think he just decided he, that that was shit, and that he wanted That's to just Warren. yell into a microphone for a living, and so he just we... did. Do you listen back? Yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry. Back <laughs> in the good old days, decades ago, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about privilege these days. Back then, you could just decide you wanted to do something, and you could just go and do it. Knock on a door and say, hey, I'm here to commentate a game. Yeah, I'm going to commentate gonna a game. I'm going to pick and choose. I'll do anything. Well, I <laughs> want to commentate. I want to be a commentator. Where do I sit? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Now, this takes me back to something we talked about in the past. From where do you show up and go, I want to commentate a game to you need to make the new stadium with a hole at leg level so I can feel <laughs> the crowd. Like that's a big leap. You've got to do something right in that kind of, you know, intervening 30 years also did they do that is was that a recent thing because yeah 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 they um, went ahead uh, combank, and did that, combank stadium they did it at combank yeah sure um, but but now he's not even bothering to go it, call any games but That's surely a, there's another commentator who loves the feel of the night breeze on his leg like, knee breeze yeah knee breeze it's a weird thing he wanted yeah the two sandwiches that he offered to gus and gus always said no and the leg breeze yeah we're, we're expecting a lot of from people's memories here Quick, di- quick catcher. So. Rabs uh, used to take Devon and tomato sauce sandwiches into the commentary box and eat them at halftime when he was commentating a game. Uh, and he requested uh, open windows down near his legs so he could hear and feel the atmosphere of the crowd. But Why I think his legs? Not, <laughs> I don't know. That- I mean, speaking, I know... Rugby league's a winter sport, but speaking personally, there's nothing better than a bit of a breeze kind of up the shorts sometimes. Oh, I love it. Do you reckon he wears shorts? Ooh, I don't know. Again, I've never that, seen that, him below the chest. That one's <laughs> slightly harder for me to answer. Um, yeah, fair. I'm very fair. glad. I'm, I'm very glad you're back. You've derailed me completely. Uh, Rabs, Rabs, what kind of pants does Rabs wear is not on my run sheet here at all. That's fair. But uh, what I wanted to start off with was that it was a good kind of week for punching. Good punching week? Go yeah. on, what do you got? I mean, I saw the Tyson Fury knockout today. That was pretty good punching. Well, not even not even kind of formally in a sporting Oh, not form punching. Oh, what other kind of punching? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. Go Did on. you see Mike Tyson punching that fuckwit on the oh, yeah. plane? Yeah, so what's your take on that? It seems like old fuckwit was like, I can get something out of this old fucking taunt yeah. the champ till he punches my brain in. And then Absolutely. I'll say I'm not going to do anything and then a couple of days later do something? Well, like, yeah. Absolutely. You saw an opportunity for a, a potentially viral video. Yeah. <laughs> getting yeah. someone filming this someone filming this look at me i'll, I'll you well, know, he, have he did at, have a mate like he obviously had a mate filming from across the way and he just annoyed mike until mike turned around and belted him you've seen the footage right yeah 
it's a big setup to have a mate sitting who's booked a plane ticket three seats away to film you. You oh, reckon I, it was set up? Oh, no, I think it was opportunistic. Yeah, okay. So it's not old. It's just old mate. It's not his mate. Hey, have, did you see that Mike Tyson is big in the cannabis game now? Did you see he released those sort of, edibles yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That, that were the shape of um, Holyfield's ear? Yeah. Do you think Holyfield gets a cut out of that? I think Holyfield's a very Christian man and he won't mind whatever happens. Well, he didn't seem to like the ear bite. Well, that was then. I'm talking about now. He's uh, yeah, now. he's very, uh, you know, turning the other cheek type fellow now, I think. He turned it so far that he exposed well, his ear. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous thing to do in boxing. Um, yeah. I think Mike uh, okay, is... What else? Mike's still training. Yeah. I think he's got a fight. I can't remember. He ha- he had a fight about maybe four or five months ago, and yeah, right. he was in great shape. You think yeah. he's got another one coming up? I, I, I don't know. I don't have the intel. Or, or no, aren't they trying to get him up against uh, Logan Paul? Oh man, that or Jake guy. Paul, whichever one guy. it is. I forget. I, don't know. I always forget. One of them seems to be decent at boxing, but he, he's fighting nuffies, right? He's fighting nobodies. Yeah, and there's whispers people. that they're trying to hook up Sonny Bill Williams. Oh, Sonny Bill and right? Well, Does anyone in America knows Sonny Bill Williams? No, surely not. Although he plays every bloody code imaginable. I wouldn't be surprised if he played something over there that they enjoyed. Um, the Logan Paul stuff, I just hate that. Boxing, it, boxing should be ashamed of itself. It's this weird kind of celebrity punch-on world now but there's such good boxing as well like tyson fury that was great and then tyson um i don't know if you were over this but invited uh maligned ufc <laughs> mutant francis naganu into the ring and said why don't you know you're having contract we should have an exhibition fight and that can be my last fight have you seen are you familiar with francis naganu uh no other than the fact that i had this written down to talk about this uh, exact thing yeah, Tyson, like Tyson Fury saying, like, oh, yeah, good. Willie, okay. Willie saying he was going to retire and then immediately offering a fight to somebody else. At one point um, in the ring talk with Francis Ngannou, he mentioned a Cockney slang term for Francis's penis. Oh, yeah. That Francis didn't understand. I thought there was a wee asking him if he had a large penis. That's right. a, it's an odd intimidation tactic or. Not, I don't know what was what he was trying to do there. I always, you can't underestimate confusion as a psychological tactic. It's a good one, isn't it? But, good... but what was the phrase? You can't just say a Crockney phrase. We need to know. Uh, it. Let me look it up. It was like a, um, a, a it was a, a person's name, as as yeah. <laughs> they normally are. I'm furiously oh, fury, Tyson Fury, uh, Francis Cockley slang. Yes, yeah, fury penis thing. Let's uh, let's uh, see it up. <laughs> oh, I got some good results. Um, they're nothing to do with Tyson Fury. The first one was Urban Dictionary Dick Fury, a rush yeah. of adrenaline experienced by men while holding their own fully erect penis, usually followed by a testosterone fueled session of angry masturbation. That Sorry, happen? the podcast probably didn't need that. I don't mind um, it, but does that happen? All right, here we go. ESPN, sorry for penis joke in Tyson Fury's interview with Francis Ngannou. That, mm. that sounds more... Okay, now Our click speed, on the yeah. link. I have to accept the things. Dillian White. Yeah, big Dillian White. Cameroonian. 
Nagano, we're going to find out who is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. To which Fury roared, good man, Francis. It seems like they really want to. Here we go. He called it a Corey. Corey. Okay. So yeah. it was all right for <laughs> to say motherfucker, but not call a penis Corey. Yeah, but the Corey. Cockney huh. slang Corey. Let's so ESPN apologized for calling a penis Corey, yeah. but not for the motherfucker. That's a mash. Isn't that interesting? It's a bizarre thing. Corey's cock and dick. I can't find out. All right. Well, don't don't worry about that. You know, what I need to know if you've ever experienced dick fury. That's more what I'm interested in right now because you kind of ducked the question before. Dick theory. Sorry, what? Fury. Dick fury. Oh. You just told us about dick fury. Dick fury. Oh yeah. No, that's weird. Um, it's good. Good luck. Um, a nom de plume, though. I'd write a book yeah. and call myself Dick Fury. Yeah, it's a good name. Feels like someone has been, yeah, Detective Dick yeah. Fury. That's Do you think it's kind of name. something that affects roidy type fellows? Ah, could be. They get a bit mm. of Dick Fury. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't think this podcast would go this direction. But um, sorry, back to the punching. Back, well, yeah, back to the punching. Are you familiar with Francis and Garner? No. His oeuvre. He's a um, he's a scary looking dude. It's that thing that I just don't think the fights between boxers and UFC people work. However, in the weird kind of dick name and kind of press conference ish, um, he did say that um, Fury said I'd be open to all sorts of rules, all sorts. which I'm I worry about. Like a boxer trying to grapple people, mm. surely you get fustigated. Fustigated is a good word. Are you familiar with fustigated? No, is it like fenestrated? No, it's it fustigated. <laughs> no, fustigated is an old word for pretty much beaten up in a boxing match. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I like, suppose I really we needed one. Yeah, yeah, it's very specific. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, look, I'd like to see that fight. By the way. Yeah, but if like, where do the rules end? Are they going to have kind of bring ladders and chairs and tables into the ring and? Stuff Ooh, like that I as like well. And I like it. Get a bit of a WWE element. Yeah, have a it. briefcase full of money hanging from the ceiling that they've got to oh, get up. They to. were great ones. They were, mm. yeah, bizarre. Did they get to keep that money, do you think? Oh, yeah. Kayfabe, are you talking about? Or Kayfabe? Yeah, Kayfabe. Again? Okay, you don't know what Kayfabe is. Kayfabe is... Are you t- like it means inside the narrative of the wrestling universe? Oh, really? Okay, so, cool. So that's like he- heels and faces. Yeah. And that kind so of thing, right? you know, if if um you see an article that says Bret Hart had a kayfabe rivalry with Stone Cold okay. Steve Austin, it means in okay. in the wrestling world, not in real life. Not not in the outside world. Yeah. yeah, okay. Where they wouldn't say kayfabe. They would just yeah. say he had a... Yeah, um, they just don't like it. I had a brilliant night once um, in Mexico City hmm. and went to the wrestling there. Oh, it was fabulous. Oh, it was... It was brilliant. Mm. It was, um, they did it like, they do it like six nights a week, pretty much. They would only serve you beers the size of two pints and popcorn. <laughs> That's all they served. <laughs> Everyone was pissed off their tits. The, the wrestlers were just bizarre. One of the, like, and, they, and the crowd got right behind it. Mm. And it was a little antiquated. In, and I'm, I love Mexico. It's a brilliant place. And I think that they're very 
progressive in a lot of ways, but this was a little weird. The kind of main heel of the evening's persona was that he was um, a homosexual and oh, wanted okay. to, to kiss, kiss the other wrestlers. And he was a heel, and, uh, was he? It, well, everyone was like, oh, no, he'll get you, he'll get you, you know, like that kind of, in, in Spanish, obviously, yeah. that kind of vibe. He was the kind of, yeah. And um, This was his, what year? His, uh, 2016. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, like not too long ago. Right. Um, and the other, in his buddy in, in badness was a guy called Elviro, the right. virus. Who, oh, okay. Um, I was hope was not. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't quite follow the kayfabe, if you will. Well, but well, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, if we're following the, um, you know, taste levels that are happening with the first character, mm. you might expect Indeed. that to be. Anyway. That being said, I mean, besides all that, it was a brilliant night. I highly recommend it. If you're ever in Mexico City, go see mm. some wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that's probably the only reason I'd go. Oh, um, this, that's another sporting thing. Sorry, this, it brings me back to something sporting that we haven't talked about since we've been here. Did you see that Mexican football match about maybe a month ago where um, it just turned into a full-on crowd melee and 18 people were killed? Like it was just no. like... How did yeah. that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they probably tried to keep it down. <laughs> they didn't right. want you to find out. Yeah, I think it was like Mexican Division 2 and it just... It, was like, it like a full stadium stacks on or something? Yeah, pretty much. That kind of thing. Like it was just... Yeah, it looked horrible. Huh. Football well, brings out violence in, in fans. It's it interesting is, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to go too far into the past for some really horrendous um, things happening, usually involving Liverpool. The Scousers? Um, yeah, the Scousers do it. You know who does it big time? Millwall. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not just talking about, like, I'm not just talking about their fans. I'm talking about, like, just... You know the stadium collapses and things like that. Oh yeah, eighty uh, eighty six. Yeah, like, there's been a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. any who's? Uh, I haven't yeah, got to my second on. punch yet. Good, good. Yeah, what's the other punch? The um, the dickhead at the Broncos Bulldogs game who was yelling out during the minute silence. Did you see? Yeah. It? Yes, I did. Um, a couple of notes on that. So first of all, the guy who took care of him did an impeccable job. Oh. He put that guy down. Like yeah, he yeah. did not muck around. Secondly, I think it made me proud to be an Australian. Uh, it seemed like the man had disrespected the silence and yeah. he was dealt with. Yeah. Didn't Absolutely. need an authority figure. The crowd did it. Like, yeah, there was, there was no one on his side. Um, the video we miss at the start, what he was saying, because obviously people wouldn't just be filming other people during the minute silence for no particular reason. No, that'd so, be weird. Yeah, we just got, we <laughs> just got him shaping up and getting. We got um, the others telling us what he said. Though, have you have you read that? No, what is it? He yelled out, um, "You better beat those dogs tonight, you cunts!" Oh, okay. In the yeah. minute silence. In the minute silence. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, another good thing is that he was being punched rather um, uh, wholeheartedly by mm. a man who supported the same team he did. That's always no, good. Thing, no, 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 I think. No, no, no he, had, he was a Bronco guy and got slapped around by the Bulldogs guy. But a Broncos guy came oh. and stopped it and then get, got him thrown out. Okay. I knew that there was some fan-on-fan similarity there. Like, yeah, he, but, I didn't think it was all... But what, happened, what it did was set up a bunch of kind of arguments on social media about whether he should have 
flogged him or not? Well, couldn't they have just called security instead of just beating the shit out of this guy? And a lot of people going, you know, I don't usually condone violence, but in this instance, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> there aren't many things you can do um, in the world in Australia that uh, that then get violence that everyone has accepted for. But being loud in a minute of silence for on Anzac Day at yeah. Anzac Round at the football where it's, beer is served, like... It's the closest you're going to get to uh, unanimousness, I, I would right. say, in that area. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the rugby league and punches, what did you think of the two blokes getting 10 in the bin for the slaps last week? I I just don't know what's going on anymore with the sin bin. I just right. Don't. It seems like that's their thing this year. We'll put you in the sin bin. Look, I, as like, much as I appreciate what Volandis has done for the game and acknowledge the fact that without him, you know, the last couple of years would be very, very different and not as good, probably. There yeah. is also an yeah, awful I, I lot of fucking yeah. faffing about with um, rules and... Some weeks referees are really policing something and other weeks they're not. It's just all over the shop. Well, well, that's it. it. I was just about to mention what you just said. I, I don't like that thing where it's very obvious that they're told, go hard on this, go hard on that. Yeah. Like that infamous magic round, was magic it last round, year? Yeah. When, yeah, like when everyone got done for, was it head highs? That, yes, that yeah, one? yeah, head highs. Yeah. Like any, pretty much any contact. Um, and, it was, and it's just like that for me. It's too obvious, right? Like that's too, I, I know that's weird to say, but it's like, just talk to the refs and say, slowly start building up your kind of intolerance towards this particular act. Yeah. Don't do it all at once at magic round. Yeah. And yeah. then we've got origin the following week where everyone can head high everyone. Yeah. Let's, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Whistles away there. Please. All right, well, on NRL, we have, um, yeah. you know, a few things. Obviously, we haven't talked for a while, so we've got, had Ponga re-signing with Knights for five years on a wad of cash yeah. that his dad's now sitting on. Yeah, um, that's weird. I saw that. Yeah, what's his, his dad's got a weird name too. What's his dad's name? I don't know. Why does that matter? I don't know, because I, I, I heard it recently driving. I was like, that's an odd name. I think more well, to I the point, <laughs> he seems to... Uh, be uh, have an unhealthy amount of control over Andre. That's right, <laughs> that's a regular name. Yeah, it's pretty regular. What's name. wrong with Andre? Don't worry about that. No, nothing. I was just confused when I heard Andre Ponga. You, you, you no, you, you mean Kalen Ponga. You kind of expect it to be a thin Austrian man or something, I suppose. Yeah, Andre Ponga, yeah. Ponga, or a South African. Tell South African, yeah, go on. Uh, anyway, uh, Panthers currently undefeated after seven rounds. Yeah. And the Tigers. They were um, five down and now they're two and five. They've won two on the trot. Both. And by uh, how many combined points? <laughs> both winning. Right, both games won by a field goal in the last five minutes. So, um, yeah, as, as you know, I'm a Tigers fan and it's brilliant that we've won. But I think uh, a text chain you and I had last night summed it up best when you said you enjoy watching these games because of the chaos. Yeah. Tigers games are chaos. There's no kind of like, I mean, I think, um, I think it's brilliant moving um, Brooksy to six. I think that's working yeah. really well. Yeah. I think that left foot kick last night was just like top notch, but there's too much bizarreness and kind of like four brilliant passes followed by a 
attempted a cutout that misses five people and goes out. Like it just, you know, like it, there's no consistency. There's chaos. It's bizarre. And you know, that's, that's been a Tigers fan for the last decade, really, I suppose. I think the issue is that Madge looks like he's going to have a heart attack at the best of times. The last two weeks, he must've been on the God, brink, right? right? Right. He's not, he's yeah. This is aging him weekly. So it's how like many Benjamin button scenario? Yeah. How many of these games can he afford to go through until, you know, Do you think more, the right all the fans even like imagine the rest of the season are all one point wins or losses. Like, well, and followed by, you can just see how it plays out that we have to win a game in the last round to make the eight and we come ninth by, you know, screwing it up in some yeah. devious manner. Oh, what about well, that game about three weeks ninth ago? ninth is optimistic for you. Lot, oh, but... very. Yeah, I agree. What about that game maybe three or four weeks ago where we found a completely new way to win, except kind of reminiscent of the, I believe, 89 grand final where the, um, was like a terrible game. I want to say it was the Warriors. No, um, Titans. Like, Titans. And it was like two all the whole game yeah. kind of thing. And then that kick that hit the post at the end. And it was like... Oh. Yeah, it was just error. Like a whole game was just errors until yeah. the last uh, minute. <laughs> yeah. Much. And and the last minute was a few errors as well. And it was just yeah. like... Uh. Yeah, I think it was widely <sighs> acknowledged to be one of the worst games in about 20 years. Yeah. So. That's, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't, as a Tigers fan, speaking of other Tigers fans, I don't know what you want at this stage. I don't know if you want kind of rock bottom because all these things like the last two weeks give you this sniff where you're like, no, everything's all right. Things are mm. fine. Or you want a season of no wins kind Look, of thing to just go, you've got to change this. You just don't want to be spoon boys. That's pretty much it, isn't it? We never have been. So that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, there's a couple of teams that'll that can spoon more than we can spoon. I think oh, this year. Yeah, that sounds nice. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. What about your boys? Um, Sharks looking decent, looking pretty good, oh. looking like that. They look like a kind of. Um, uh, they look like the Premier League race at the moment, where there's four really good teams, and yeah. they're just there. They're just there. They're not there, but they're just there. Mm. Uh, I got my hopes way higher that they could beat Melbourne. Uh, a week or you so. You got ago. my hopes so high. I put five dollars. That yeah, was yeah. a mistake. Oh, yeah. did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, oh, uh, you know, it could anyway. Um, but what I want to talk about next, right? Was <sighs> you wonder sometimes when you read a sports story, just what the bare minimum is that needs to happen for a sports journalist to say. Well, that's worth an article. Yeah, nice. So, like, where are right. you going here? Yeah, what do you got? Because, you know, I'm sure you have too. I've read some fucking threadbare sports articles. Uh, in utterly. It's, it's annoying. It's hit. There's a great example after that Broncos-Bulldogs game uh, where an article bobbed up on the wide world of sports yep. website with the headline, Katoni Stag's challenges Siasufa. Talakai ahead of Blockbuster Centers matchup. So Broncos are playing Sharks yep. next week. And someone's obviously just said to Katoni after the game that he'll be coming up against, you know, a rampaging yeah. beast yeah. Talakai next week. What do you, th- what do you think about uh, that, Matt? Katoni said, yeah, he's How just pretty much what he, yeah. And Katoni said, He's been going good, and that's another opponent that I've got to come up. There's against. an article in that, mate. I've just as got soon to as play. you said, there's an article in that. 
I've just got to play my footy and back what I can do and I'll give him a run for his money. That was the quote. A whole article was written around that. And that is the challenge that Katoni's laying down to Talakai apparently. So one of the most bland <laughs> run-of-the-mill responses to a journalist question is suddenly an article. <sighs> I, I um, yeah, I completely get you. There's there's some bizarre stuff that is you gotta fill time, it appears, in some way. One of the ones that got me this weekend was the start of Anzac Round. I was watching it on Thursday, it must have been. And I think it was Joey Johns talking about Anzac Round. And he said, Yeah, it's a really important mm-hmm. round, you know. And I was like, first of all, I was thinking in my head, it doesn't seem too important unless you actually play on Anzac Day. The rest of it just seems like a regular footy round. But he said, it it makes you stop. And you have to think about how you got here. Oh, yeah. like, not the what bus. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, well, <laughs> what? Like, to the stadium? Like, or to your career as a mm. rugby league player? Like, what does he mean by that? What was he thinking about? How did I get here? Bizarre, eh? Yeah. But also, I know, I know it's not as direct as this ever, but do you think the diggers were fighting for... Our right to be really good of at rugby league. Of course, bloody weren't. They were fighting to get home. But I do think there was there was a part of them fighting for a beer, and beer goes hand in hand with rugby league. So, yeah, mm. no, that, I know what you mean about those articles. I I have a great respect and um, uh, jealousy of the um, profession sports writer. I think it's it's cool. I think it's really fun. But yeah. it does feel like there's there's a difference though between that and. It, a sports journalist. Yeah, though, right? yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And um, I feel like you've got a lot of a lot of air to fill. I've been watching a lot of um, NRL 360. Yeah, yeah. You know who's weird? Buzz Rothfield. I think they're all pretty yeah, weird, but yeah. yeah, sure. Buzz is weird and kind of Yeah, drunk. right? Like he's just... A lot of How the time. They still let him on telly. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if he's drunk or just old. I think it's old and doddery. I am surprised that they let yeah. him do this anymore. But yeah. Well, because they, they let him do it because they make fun of him. Yeah. When he yeah, says yeah, something right. stupid. Punching bag. Punching bag buzz. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, if we're going to write articles, uh, you know, after every bland answer that gets given, there's going to be too many articles to read. Yeah, and there's going to be your Buzz Ross fields of the world to talk about yeah. these stupid comments that people make. Now, if Katoni had said, Talakai ain't no thing, I'll chop him up and hide him in the bed like drug money or something like that. Yeah, or even that would like, have been who's Katoni? Yeah, who's Talakai? Who's Talakai? Um, that, that's, good. Yeah. that's an article. Yeah, that would have been an article, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? It, I, I, I read another great example, <laughs> not necessarily from the sports world, of this kind of article. Mm. Here was the headline. Uh, Brooke Blurton shows off her very organized kitchen cupboard. Uh, so Brooke Blurton is... <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of this. It's um, the thing that I find... Um, Upset. He's a former Bachelorette star, Monty. Brooke Blurton gave fans a glimpse inside a very organised kitchen pantry on Friday. The 27-year-old shared a before and after picture on Instagram after arranging her cupboard with the help of storage solutions she got from Amazon. That's an article, Monty. That's an article in the Daily Mail. That's, yeah. 
Yeah, we just fill time. I, I don't like the use of the phrase um, breaks their silence on because, you, you know, oh, you, yeah. you'd hear in a similar article, which is like Brooke Blurton breaks her silence on clean cupboards. Kitchen so, cupboards. Know, yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, I hate people. I hate the world, I think. Is yeah, that's of, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we should mention a bit of AFL here. Uh, I saw an article. Um, Giants coach Leon Cameron says he'll not give up on the Giants playing finals despite the team being one and five for the start of the season. I I find this really odd because I, I feel... Yeah, yeah, go on. Is there still a big, big sound from the west of the town? It's a not? big, big sound from the west of... No, there isn't. At the moment, there's quiet sound. But... I I um doing my uh, duty as a Swannies member went to a preseason game Swannies first um uh, North and it was one of those double games and I got there for the end of the Giants the you know those games that are like Saints. double games <laughs> um and I thought they were the business I thought they were great I thought that midfield they had was going to run rampage on the league and I still think that like I just I can't bring so myself. What's happened? My eyes saw them look brilliant. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Toby Green was back yesterday. Did not much, or two days ago, didn't do much. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. But also, you know, still remember they are an expansion club. They've done absolutely amazingly. Look at the Gold Coast. Uh-huh. You know, Suns. Yeah, that was the first thing yeah, I thought. Exactly too. right. Like, so give them, cut them. It a is a Gold Coast like, sporting team, though. So yeah, you know. who uh, notoriously terrible. Have the Gold Coast ever won anything major? Any in any sport? No. no. Never won that like NSL or anything, or like one of no. the netball title. I don't know. Do they have a NBL team? You know, I don't know. Uh, look, let's leave on that another question that has a bit of silence after it. And we'll be back after this break. Let me just go fill up my drink. Is that cool? Uh, yeah. One sec. Peter Hellier kills off bizarre rumour. There's another headline. I'm not clicking that. Holly Ramsey stuns in semi-sheer dress ahead of Coachella. She stuns. Precious little uh, Ukraine war gear in here. Are you talking to me? Can't. Sorry? Were you talking to me? No, no, I was just filling the air while you were gone. Uh, let's look overseas now. And uh, Joe Roots resigned from the captaincy of the English Test team. Uh, and the next most obvious candidate, Ben Stokes, might not be all that interested in the role. So, yeah, they're in a bit of trouble, potentially, <laughs> the uh, English team, because... Guess what? They don't have anyone who's in the side long enough or often enough or regularly enough outside of those two, Root and Stokes, to hang a captaincy on. Funny, immediately when you brought up that story, I was like, ah, I don't know enough about this. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know how to. But immediately I was like, oh, there's a lot going on in this. First of all, 
didn't Ben Stokes punch someone a couple of years ago <laughs> relating to our punchy start to the show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some man on the street. Related. Yeah, I think yeah. it was kebab related too. I've been desiring yeah. a kebab lately. I want to go get a kebab. Um, What's stopping you? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, convenience? I, I don't know. There's a good babbery mm. near me. Um, and the second one was <laughs> like, what kind of... Um, what kind of national team are you in where there isn't someone who wants to put their hand up for the captaincy? Like, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Isn't it? Isn't, isn't it embarrassing? Like, but I suppose uh, it's not to say that any number of other players don't want it. It's just that the they no one feels like they're confident that they'll be picked all the time. Would you say that cricket is the sport where captaincy matters most? Yes. I, I agree, I think, right? Like, just saying that out loud. I can't think of any other sports where quite a lot of sports captaincy appears to me almost, from an outsider's point of view, probably not in the dressing rooms and stuff, but to just be a, a kind of title, less so yeah. anything. But cricket, it seems to be, you, you call on the shots. You, you, you it's very stuff. important. It's, a, it's, you know, an exalted position, particularly now when essentially the Australian team don't have a coach. The captain's pretty much... You know, sexy old blue eyes yeah. Cummins yep. is mm, yeah. is um is pretty much running it himself. Pretty much got rid of Wanger yep. and pretty much, you know, the the Ranger assistant coach, who's you know yep. kind of an interim coach in quotation marks. I suspect he's doing bugger all. Well, other than other than before you go out to bat and pre going out for potentially a day in the field. You don't have much interaction with your captain, uh, with your coach, do you? Like, it's just, you've got to be the coach well, on the field. He's kind of there for tactics and, you know. But, like, how's he getting fire, the information? Firing you, you up. What's he, yeah, but what's he doing? Like, when you're on the pitch, there's no, he's not saying, well, you should run this play. Oh, you know, like, there's no whispering in the ear. As, a, juxtap- ridiculous number of drinks breaks where That's people a good run point. messages out and stuff. But juxtaposing it with the Americans, with the NFL, where until. I think it's 10 seconds left in the count. The quarterback in an NFL game has headphones in talking directly to the coach. That's that, incredible. Isn't that insane? Like the yeah. coach is going, no, oh, look, I see that guy over there. Like, no, run that. And then it whoop, cuts out and he's like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Like he's about to say something really important. <laughs> but um, no, cricket seems like one of those ones where it's very important. One of the things I, I really enjoy in captaincy. Um, yeah, go on, sorry. Well, what I was going to say was, you know, I guess that's exemplified by the fact that, you know, uh, in cricket, the captaincy is, you know, very valuable. Whereas in rugby league, you get teams uh, with captaincy inflation, i.e. the Tigers who have named five captains. So the value of captain decreases. It's a bit like the Zimbabwean dollar. You know, I like it. Um, I like it. Captaincy is very yeah. similar to the Zimbabwean dollar. And it's that thing yeah. where eventually you're like, there's only two guys who aren't captains. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah. you guys, we don't want to listen. And how pissed off are they? Yeah. <laughs> like anyone else can tell them that you got to go do this. Shit. Go get me my water. Get me an orange, you know. But yeah, You got a um, little pay bump for being captain? I'd, I'd be interested to know that. Yeah, it's interesting. No, I, I'm not sure. Match fee of some kind? Um, one, of, one of my favourite things in captaincy and coaching is... Um, it happened up until, I don't know what the last exact case of it, but I'm talking Premier League soccer here, I, at least mm. at, at, at longest ago, maybe even shorter, um, late 90s, uh, player coach. 
yeah. where there's a coach, but he's also a player. So can oh, in yeah. the second half go, you know what, <laughs> I'm bringing myself on and you'll all have to deal with it kind of thing. I, I believe Alan Shearer did it, at, maybe at Newcastle, maybe somewhere else. But it's, that's a great role, I think. You know, isn't that amazing to be able to coach the team and play? Oh, yeah, it happens in, you know, rugby league, like bush, bush footy a fair oh, of bit. of course, of course. I think from memory, the last time it actually happened at top level was maybe Wally Lewis. Oh, yeah. Well, you with, at the Gold Coast. How could you coach Wally? Like, he, he knows more than you. I don't care who you yeah. are, but he's better than you. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. The Crushers? Yeah. This was a Crushers? No, no, uh, no, that's the South Queensland. We're talking uh, whatever their, I think it was the Seagulls at that time. The, t- the Gold oh, Coast. Oh, Seagulls, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Gold Coast talk on this podcast over the years, isn't there? Um, back to... It's uh, fascinating. It is, isn't it? It's a fascinating I town. Find the, fascinating I find town. the Gold Coast fascinating. It's a fascinating sports town. This is so, it's so small, so many people come from there, and they're all crazy. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's um, the Florida of Australia. Um, uh, yeah, British cricket captaincy. I don't know what's going to happen there. What, what are they going to do? What, is Monty Panesar still around? Oh, well, he's still around. He's not playing he's, hasn't, top level. He hasn't um, uh, left the mortal world. <laughs> okay. Um, what, what are you asking? Is Can Monty Panesar come back and be captain? Yes, that's exactly what I'm asking. All right. It's a good name. Mm. Um, well, I think... If Stokes doesn't do it, then um, it should be Wokes or Folks. Some, just, some kind of slightly, slightly close to Stokes, but not quite. Yeah. 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 Um, are they playing I'm, any I'm cricket not... at the moment, the Brits? I don't know. They were in the West Indies. Yeah, they were in the West Indies. I, I, I finished, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think they're, they're worrying about kind of their future right now. Uh, <laughs> Doing kind of admin and future building. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's an important part for a cricket team, admin and future building. Now, look, I, I, I think we need to go in a second, but did you want to tell us anything about uh, your beloved Premier League before we go? Oh, just my own um, Premier League uh, musings. I support Southampton, and it's one of those bizarre things that's happened in a season where um, with about nine games to go, maybe ten games to go, we had pretty much locked up our safety. We hadn't, but we pretty much locked up our safety. We were staying in the top flight. We lost Mm. in the FA Cup. And we have nothing to play for. (laughs) It's just kind of like, what do you do? You just show up every week. There's kind of no, there's no juice to the games. There's no kind of like, well, if we do individual glory, but like, well, the best possible finish we can have is ninth, which is a really good finish for us. But the worst possible finish I think we can have currently, like unless things go terribly wrong, is like 11th. And it's like, mm. what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing out here? <laughs> Just give the young kids a run. What's going on? Annoyingly too, another weird thing that's happened in that, and this is brings in world politics. We have two great players um, currently, one on loan, one I think we purchased, but both from Chelsea. The one on loan from Chelsea has been amazing for us, and he's he's up front. Amando, oh, there's another good story too. He's Armenian, and his na- his last name is B R O J A, which I believe in Armenia is Broha, but right. he's from Slough. And he says, "Nah, it's Broja." Oh. 
Broja. <laughs> um, either way, Armando Broja looking really good. Um, every goal he scores puts another million or two on what we have to pay for him. And then <laughs> fucking Ukraine thing happens. And now oh, Abramovich's assets are frozen. And we don't yeah. know, no one knows what the fuck happens at the end of the season. Can we buy him? They're not legally allowed to sell tickets to their games. They so he was he was trying to flog the club off though. Did that not happen in time? It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, so it's oh, like well. in this weird stalemate where nothing can happen monetarily at Chelsea. So yeah. we want their player, but we think he might have to go back to them next year, even though they probably don't want him back. It's bizarre. With frozen assets. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, look. I think it's it's time to go. I I, I just I just it's that time. It is. Uh, I must time. I must say though, we need to um beef out our away from home section. <laughs> we had the the well, British cricket uh, thing, and that was it. Well, I well to be fair, you started talking about one of my away stories in the in the home section, the front section, the Tyson Fury bit. Yeah, fair and. And I thought you might talk about more Premier League stuff than just what's happening with your club. Well, look, if you've got another five to ten minutes to spare before we go, I've got some other international stories we could do. Nah, save it. Yeah, sure. All right. See you, mate. See you, mate. Let's do this again, like, maybe next week. All right, I can't hold one of the international stories in. It's very quick. I just want to tell you, I was watching some weird weird sport. Um, I think it was... uh, Kabaddi, 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 Kabaddi. Nah, Scottish football, I think. Scottish, yeah, Scottish football. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, and there was just a man. He was an African man playing for Scottish football, and I was amazed by his first name. You know what his first name was? Teenage. Teenage? Yep, Teenage. First name was Teenage. That's really setting someone up to have a golden period, isn't it? Yeah. In their life. In their teens, I suppose. But yeah, I just, that (laughs) blew my mind. Wanted to get it off my chest. Teenage. Thank Uh, you. We can can muse on that more in the future. Oh, we will. For sure. Bye, everyone, and welcome back, Monty. It's great to be back, mate. Let's do it again soon. That was was great fun.